0: There's just so much more to hear.
1: Download our podcast at Dubai I 1038.com. Your weekend home for all things (laughs) sports.
2: This is The Grill on Dubai I 103.8.
1: Live from Barasti,
2: here's Tom Urquhart.
3: Welcome to one and all, and welcome also to our all-star sporting panel, who will be talking us through uh, what is an interesting time, not just for sport, but for the world at the moment. Warm welcome uh, to Mr. Matt Fortune, who joins us uh, around the stu- It's nice being in the studio, isn't it? I think it's a a- civilized. It's an honour and a pleasure to be in a studio <laughs> with you, Tom, and not just feel like we're kicking back at <laughs> Barastia, I have to say. i tell you what, I don't <laughs> know what's going on up there. Anyway, look, a huge thanks to our friends at Barastia as well. Yeah. Apologies, we can't be there, uh, but obviously the decision taken uh, for us, uh, by uh, authorities, uh, and of course, in the interests uh, of containing uh, the COVID-19 spread at the moment. Uh, We are in the confines of the studio, uh, a decision that you're
4: in accordance and concurring with, Mr Chris McCarty. Yes, a very good evening, Tom, very good evening to our listeners. This is surreal, not being in the studio, just what is going on around the world. And certainly when it pertains to sport, it's unprecedented, the, the likes of which... I've not seen in my lifetime, I know you boys are the same, I know many of our listeners, I, I can't quite believe I'm sitting here, with apart from some National League football over in England, there is literally no top-level sport taking place anywhere on the
5: planet right now. This is now. going to be particularly tough for you, Chris. Yeah. I don't suppose you've ever gone more than about four days without <laughs> watching any piece <laughs>
4: four of sport minutes. somewhere.
5: Four <laughs> minutes, Matthew. <laughs> we have
3: just been putting our heads together outside, trying to work out um, what sport is actually on at the moment. Uh, a fortune of myself came up with the fact that there's a bit of super... League still going on. I
4: think are they playing behind closed doors? They must be playing behind they closed doors. Yeah, yeah.
3: So you have
4: got Super League, got Super Rugby as well. You do have some National League. The top tiers in England have been cancelled, but games in the fifth tier over in England. I'm talking football, the National League and below. They can still be played. Although these matches, uh, there are a number of matches that have been called off. But yes, there is some fifth tier football over in England, which I would imagine, if that's on television right now, will be recording record. Attendances and, and record viewing figures, because uh, as much as uh, as I've had a look, there isn't much on at all today. <laughs> there yeah. is
3: super rugby on at the moment we've had three games already today uh, half time in the Sharks against Stormers game which is currently ongoing uh, Sharks leading the Stormers by 10 points to seven and is up against the Highlanders later on this evening so super rugby continues as well Pakistan's Super League is going to be played behind closed doors but they're going to continue as well uh, with cricket but there, apart from that there ain't much around I think one thing that really struck me is over the last 24 hours I mean let's i back twenty four hours when a lot of discussions going on. You know, I watched the Man United game on Thursday, Thursday evening. Um, you know, Europa League football was still ongoing, and uh, we were looking forward to the Premier League uh, over the weekend. We're chatting about the Masters and bits and pieces. Literally.
4: It's it's, it's the rate at which the the sporting landscape has changed. And you can trace it back to the Arsenal manager, Mikel Arteta. As soon as it came through that the Arsenal manager, Mikel, had been uh, tested positive for the coronavirus, it then set off a chain reaction. The Premier League, an emergency meeting on Friday, Since then prevailed. That came, what, half an hour after the English Football Leagues decided to cancel or postpone football through until April the 3rd. The Premier League then followed suit, and then it was a domino effect from there, was it the confirmation on Friday afternoon at about five o'clock, the Masters, hmm. you know, the greatest of all majors, arguably, announcing it's set for April. It's off. I mean, these are unprecedented times. We're talking about sporting events that you could have never imagined, other than wartime, that these would be postponed. But, of course, these are exceptional, extraordinary times that we're living in, Tom. And from there, everything. It was a pack of cards from there. So what we're going to try and do
3: uh, is obviously we're going to get a lot of opinions uh, on the show over the next three hours. We try and work out uh, for each individual sport, uh, the landscape as it stands at the moment, what's on, what's off, and when we might expect some resumptions. Obviously, we don't have any finite and definite answers on this one but we are encouraging you to send us your thoughts and opinions. Text them to us now on 4001 Let us try an attempt to sort of, well let's try and work out where we're at at the moment This was the news yesterday as it came through
0: The Premier League, Football League and Women's Super League is suspended until April the 3rd due to coronavirus. We'll be live to Premier League headquarters in just a moment by well, Celtic trained this morning, but since then, all Scottish football has also been shut down. But despite the outbreak, the Cheltenham Festival goes ahead as thousands arrive for the final day of racing. Yeah, but we start with that news that all Premier League and English Football League and Women's Super League matches have been postponed until April the 3rd at the earliest. Meetings were held this morning in response to the escalating coronavirus pandemic. Now Watford cancelled their training yesterday after several members of the squad reported feeling unwell. They also have one player awaiting to hear results of a coronavirus test. This morning Nigel Pearson criticised Boris Johnson for showing a lack of leadership after the Prime Minister decided sporting events could go ahead as planned.
1: I don't think we had any great leadership last night listening to the Prime Minister. I was. Totally underwhelmed by the, um, yeah, by the lack of leadership and clear message uh, in terms of what what was said uh, in that press conference. Um, I think it's important that that I mean we are trying to be proactive ourselves, and I think what is very important is that you know uh, hopefully the Premier League um, will make strong decisions based on what is right for. Uh, everybody within within the game, we told all the players to stay at home. Indeed, all the technical staff as well, all the training ground staff. So, you know, it's it, we've done that as a uh, as a precautionary measure because we've currently got one player who's been um, uh, awaiting test results um, on his symptoms. I mean, we currently don't have uh, anybody with uh, a positive turn of a result Um, but i think it's in the current climate it's it's pretty inevitable that we've all or we all will have contact with somebody who um, either has the virus or has possibly even recovered from it
0: we are going to be live to premier league headquarters shortly but the efl have also postponed all matches until april the third we're going to go live now to alan myers
6: alan just talk us through the events of this morning Yes, well, Tom, uh, we obviously woke up this morning to the uh, the, the action from last night uh, when we heard about Mikel Arteta first, then uh, Chelsea's uh, uh, Hudson-Odoi this morning. And then, of course, everyone was waiting to hear. And around, well, it was on 11 o'clock when we heard from here the EFL House uh, with that uh, collective statement on behalf of pretty much all of football in this country. And this is what uh, the Director of Communications here at the EFL, Mark Rowan, had to say.
7: The FA... Premier League, EFL, Barclays FA Women's Super League and FA Women's Championship have collectively agreed to postpone the professional game in England until the 3rd of April at the earliest. This action, which will be kept under constant review, has been taken due to the increasing number of clubs taking steps to isolate their players and staff because of the COVID-19 virus. The postponements include all matches in the Championship, League One and League Two, as well as academy and youth team fixtures. In addition, EFL clubs are being advised to suspend indefinitely all non-essential activities, which include, but are not limited to, player appearances, training ground visits, and fan meetings. Whilst the EFL board has continued to take the advice and guidance offered by the government and its health advisors, emerging developments mean now is the time to implement football's contingency plans In response to the crisis a further update on those plans will be given post an EFL board meeting next week this decision has not been taken lightly but the EFL must prioritize the health and well-being of players staff and supporters while also acknowledging the government's national efforts in tackling this outbreak
6: so there we go that's the news that came out uh, dramatic news of course because all of football uh, will be suspended until that date the April 3rd when uh, Blackburn play or due to play Leeds United at Ellen Road um, that will be the next game uh, at this point uh, to take place but as the statement said that can change now the ramifications of this uh, of course uh, are many you know that, especially for EFL clubs League League 1 clubs League 2 clubs um, financially and we've already heard from the Tramir Rovers chairman mark palios who's acted really quickly this morning to say that any of the games that have been suspended during that time people will get immediate refund on that now that will have an impact on clubs who in most cases work from week to week month to month you know, of course, the big Premier League clubs will be able to uh, take this suspension, um, but some of the smaller clubs who, who uh, yeah, and not just the clubs as well, the surrounding businesses uh, around football, around a Saturday or, or or whatever, a Sunday afternoon, you know, th- that will be uh, a huge in- impact on those businesses. So uh, the ramifications we're still not clear on. They'll they'll come in the next few days, of course, as people take this uh, information in and, uh, and see where they go from there. So that's the EFL. Let's get to the Premier League. League headquarters, as promised, because meetings were held this morning in
0: response to the escalating corona pandemic. Let's go live to our chief reporter, Brian Swanson. Brian, what can you tell us about this?
2: Well, Tom, that emergency meeting here at the Premier League headquarters has now finished. It was a unanimous. It was a quick decision to fall in line with the rest of English football and announced that suspension until at least April the 4th, that weekend of that. Premier League Chief Executive Richard Masters still in cyber, hoping to hear from him shortly about that decision. Aston Villa's Chief Executive Christian Perslow left here into the media scrum. He praised the decision, didn't want to say too much as he headed through the scrum towards a taxi, but he did say that he didn't know when ultimately this season will finish because nobody does know what is happening around the UK what is happening around the world right now is unprecedented and English football no doubt felt that they had to respond in this way by suspending all elite football at least for the next three weeks that does buy a bit of time to establish exactly where this is going. The Premier League had previously followed the advice of the governments and the chief health officer in uh, deciding initially last night that all fixtures would go ahead. But then Mikel Arteta's positive test for coronavirus really changed everything. And that forced them into this emergency meeting. And what happened was the quick decision was made. The overwhelming majority of English football's top club officials met via video conference uh, on the phone. It was just uh, personal that was in person along with Richard Masters. Inevitably, still plenty of questions for people in the game to answer. The Premier League will feel that they have been as decisive as they can be given the circumstances, but they know as well as anyone that still the future is uncertain, not least going into next Tuesday's UEFA meeting, where there will be a decision on whether Euro 2020 will, as is expected, be postponed for another year i been to
0: Scotland yet because the Scottish FA have suspended all domestic football until further notice. Charles Patterson is at Celtic's training ground. And Charles, this is a really interesting one because this morning, Celtic, it seemed like business as usual for them, very different now.
8: Yeah, Tom, that's right. Celtic's players were training here this morning. Of course, the Old Firm game was scheduled to take place on Sunday. And indeed, there were actually fixtures due to be played this evening, including Motherwell against Aberdeen at Fir Park. But in the last hour... The Joint Response Group, uh, which is made up with the SFA and SPFL, released a statement where they confirmed the suspension of all domestic, professional and grassroots football under the jurisdiction of the Scottish FA until further notice. There is no date set, unlike in England, uh, of the 3rd of April, 4th of April. Um, for the EFL and the Premier League. It is until further notice in Scotland, so they're not putting a date on it. Um, And, of course, the the game tonight, Motherwell against Aberdeen, is off. Queen of the South were due to play Air United in the Scottish Championship. That has gone as well. And so essentially it is now a suspension in scotland and it could be for many many weeks they're not wanting to put a date on it and they were due, they were following government advice of course at the spfl and sfa they were monitoring the situation closely i understand speaking to people very close to the SF, spfl board they were waiting to see what came out of that premier league meeting and the efl meeting and then of course the, their reaction here in scotland was very very quick we are though due to hear from Neil Lennon around about one o'clock. Celtic's press conference today will go ahead uh, despite the fact that the the fixture at Ibrox is off. Rangers press conference has been cancelled today, so we will not be hearing from Steven Gerrard, although we did hear from him last night extensively on the subject after Rangers lost to Bayer Leverkusen. In uh, the Europa League That game, that second leg of that tie Has been postponed of course Rangers will not be travelling to Germany next week So that tie uh, is totally up in the air But in terms of uh, Scottish football Well until the foreseeable future there will be no football in Scotland and we await to see what the SFA and SPFL do next. Just to give you quick quick words from SFA Chief Executive Ian Maxwell he said that since the guidance outlined by governments last night we've been engaged in extensive dialogue to clarify the position and guidance for Scottish football the announcement has been made in the interests of public health and equally the health and safety of players which is of paramount importance and Neil Doncaster you not cast the SPFL chief executive, he has said that uh, the health and safety of fans, players and officials is paramount. We've not yet had any confirmed cases of coronavirus amongst players in Scotland, but given the nature of this outbreak, it seems to be only a matter of time. So that is the situation. Here in Scotland, until further notice, there will be no football played at professional level or grassroots football. And we'll be getting the reaction of Neil Lennon just after one o'clock to this.
3: Reactions coming in left, right and centre at the moment. Do keep your thoughts coming through to us on four zero zero one, Chris McCarty, Matt Fortune, both in studio with me, Tom Mercatus. as we try and work through uh, what is uh, unprecedented times, as you said there, Chris. Uh, unprecedented times. For the game of football for sport in general but uh, all these I suppose one thing we have to keep in, in into into context put into context at the moment is that these are Drastic times which require
4: drastic measures. Absolutely that. I know Boris Johnson, the PM of Great Britain, Britain, of course, he came in for an awful lot of criticism for taking his time with the decision. Yeah. It's, it's better to be safe than sorry. The, the health and safety, not only of the players, spectators, people at large, is absolute paramount in these times. There aren't, isn't many that are throwing their kind of toys out the pram, bemoaning this. This is something that simply had to happen. What it means long term, that's the debate. That's the questions that we'll certainly ponder over over the course of the next two hours and 40 minutes because there are various things at large here in all of this. Fundamentally, though, for the next three weeks, there is no top-level sport. And I'm talking in, in primarily about the football, certainly over in England, Spain and Italy. There is no football until the earliest, April the 3rd. A lot of senior people behind the scenes saying, though, that that will be a lot longer than that. This has given them a three-week window to actually put some ideas forward to say, right, how are we going to go about solving this? Because so many questions. What happens to Euro 2020? What happens to the season? There are one or two out there that are saying that this should be null and void. Not many Liverpool fans saying that. (laughs) No, there certainly
5: isn't, Chris. I think you're alluding there to a a very widely tweeted column today in the Sun newspaper back in the UK. Karen Brady, uh, of course, a very senior figure at I think they're known as struggling West Ham United <laughs> currently sitting pretty just a couple of places above the relegation show. She has written a lengthy piece in which she has essentially said we need to bin it all off now, which I think is, is scaremongering. It's very yeah. it's it's prime tabloid content. I think we can call it that. We can understand why the Sun would have would have taken her pitch for that particular column. But right now it's not a time for it's certainly a time for, for healthy debate about what could be happening, and you're right about the fact that the Premier League are as clueless for want of a better phrase than the rest of us because this is completely unprecedented I think the last time the world was gripped by something like this was about 1918 I think was the flu and there certainly wasn't much consideration for football back then it is a very very strange time I do think that Whatever happens, there is a knock-on effect for it. You can't just look at what do we do with this season because what do we do about the start of the following season? What do we do about the Euros if we move them a year? What do we do if we move them to January? Because the AFCON is due in January and they always don't, they don't want to share their screen time with the European champions. There's so many permutations. And even if you take a step back from actually what happens on the field, I read a really interesting article about uh, the law around it and I won't bore people with that sort of thing. <laughs> But the knock-on effect of sponsors not having their side of their contract uh, fulfilled because games aren't happening on television, for broadcasters that are charging a certain amount, amount. for people that had hospitality packages for a season, and then what happens if they then can't make it? You touched on one earlier, Chris. If, and this is one that we'll talk about later, if we delay the end of the season so we don't bin it off completely, we run it until after June 30th, which is when contracts largely come up for renewal, What do we do about the players? They then have the clubs up against a wall and say you want me to play for the last three games to keep us safe from relegation, that would be 500 grand a week, please. Oh. It's, there's so many permutations to, to have a, a, a leading British newspaper run something definitive and say, we should just bin it off. I thought that was pretty reckless.
4: Are we all in agreement that we shouldn't? I'm looking at you, Tom, because you are a West Ham <laughs> fan. No one is in agreement that this season, come on in 4001, if you are listening this evening, let me know. I want to try and find one. The phone lines are open. 4 871 No one is seriously... And I'm looking at you, Tom. You you can't be binning this season off.
3: I I don't think you can because of the financials. Um, I I think that's the issue, plus the the relegation and promotion issues moving forward. So you need some sort of closure to the Premier League season. Um, My concern is when yeah um because all we're hearing at the moment is yeah okay we're hearing of uh, until further notice you know we've been giving dates uh, beginning of april uh, that's when it'll be reassessed etc but you know giving a, a lot of the chat coming from public health authorities and professionals and scientists uh, in this field they are talking a lot longer
4: term so at what point yeah. do you have to call it quits i mean it lends itself i mean sitting here today And again, 4001, I want you to get involved in this conversation. You've got to get this finished. For me, sitting here, this season has to be finished. Liverpool fans out there will probably be nodding in agreement. There is no way we can say, "Okay, tell you what, Liverpool win the league, Leeds and West Brom come up." I know some suggestion that maybe the Premier League moves to a twenty-two league, uh, twenty-two yeah, team yeah, league I next season. Yeah. Five teams get relegated at the end of next campaign. I'm not having that God. because what of the Sheffield Uniteds, the Wolves that are chasing Champions League football? You can't have a halfway house. It's either completed entirely and I am of the opinion that's the way and if that's September, October, November then so be it Mm. I just don't do not like the idea of nilling and voiding despite the fact I'm a Man U fan Mm. and it would be wonderful if Liverpool were not (laughs) to be winning this league title we have started it we've now got to finish it by hooker by crook and I and what that then means and the knock-on effect That's for individuals further up the food chain to decide. But whether it takes us to September, October, November, we've got to draw a line under this season. We've got to have it completed. That's where I sit on it because the thoughts of nilling and voiding it and resetting buttons... Not for me. I I just don't think you can do it. It takes away what Sheffield United have done, Leeds United, West Brom, even Liverpool. You know, the teams that have worked hard for the last eight, nine months, this season can be finished. It's just a case of when.
5: I would argue, though, Chris, that if realistically, and we say it's April the 3rd, but I I don't think many people actually expect football to, to restart then, a long period of time away from intense competition is going to have a detrimental yeah. effect on teams anyway. You see, it it almost would be like, if you look at someone like Sheffield United, they would almost get second season syndrome when they've still got nine games to go if we restart in June, July time. I, listen, I, I, I actually, not ideal for Raid, I don't really have an opinion that I want to nail my colours to the mast on yet. I mean, a, a, as an Arsenal fan, I've worked out how it can be beneficial for us. <laughs> That is null and voiding it, (laughs) awarding last season's top four with next year's Champions League places, realising City are banned, which means it goes to fifth place, and that is is my beloved Arsenal. Um, But it's so tricky. I do think, though, that the fewest ramifications in basic sporting context would be to void it. I'm not saying, therefore, that it should be the case, but I do think that the easiest way from a pure sporting perspective would be to just say... We're going to knock it on the head now, and we'll restart again in August. I just can't believe that is the. Can't believe that is I what mean, we might get to. If you, if you, if you, if you were, if there was a sort
3: of declaration now as to, okay, we're not going to be able to finish this season. I mean, it could could there be an argument that you could announce Look,
5: Liverpool as absolutely not? Sorry to to jump in straight away because. Just because Liverpool are streets ahead. Yeah. And the, the, the thing is, Liverpool are going to win the title from about January or maybe even earlier than that. It's so tight at the bottom. You can't give one position yes. just because it's the one that most people will talk about. Man United are what? Unbeaten in 9, 10? 11. Tottenham, had, Tottenham <laughs> haven't got a win in six. Would it be fair that Tottenham would then gain the prize money that they would do from finishing in that position when they're tanking badly. Arsenal, again, unbeaten in the league since the turn of... And there's and I look so at the many bottom, things. I look at
4: the bottom, Matt. Aston Villa have got a game in hand. They're in the bottom three. So do we say those three teams get relegated? The legal ramifications of all of this, and, and that's, I guess, where, Matt, you're absolutely right to say, maybe just maybe, if you do, if you were to take a decision in null and void, void it, at least then that might stop... Mm. Some, I mean, well, I, I say that, and then Leeds United and West Brom fans out there will say, "Hey, what about us?" Because we are on the we're on the cusp of getting back in. Well, they've run away the big
5: time
3: but and, and there is distance between those and the others. But then again, that throws in the whole issue of playoffs. Exactly, uh, and Brentford, if you've been playing before the playoffs yeah. as well.
5: Look at you, Brentford. Excuse me, Brentford are, are arguably one of the greatest stories going in the mo- at the moment in the Championship. A beautifully run club, a really well run club, bouncing into a new stadium in the next six months, eighteen months, whenever it is, pretty soon to them to just say ah but sorry guys the two, the top two are running away with it let's just bump them up i just the more and more we talk about it and the more you think of all of the impacts look even down at league 1 i think it's portsmouth they're all chasing chasing Portmanly chasing told, i think there's yeah. five teams separate there's the top eight six. teams
3: with separated by one point That's in the top it. eight of league 1 it's That's absolutely
5: okay. incredible there's That's no clear. way if you cuz if you're awarding liverpool the title and you're saying Leeds and West Brom go up then what do you do in league 1 i mean it's there's so there's so much riding on just awarding for the sake of awarding. And realistically, look at teams that have got... I think it's Brighton have still got to go to Arsenal, City, Liverpool. They've got big, big games yeah. away from home. The teams in the bottom six, Norwich, are putting a little bit of a run together. They've got all of their trickier games out of the way. They're not going to say, well, fine, yeah, well, I suppose we'll go down. Yeah. It's just that there is that there is no perfect solution because there is no precedent to this situation. So that, again, comes back to the point... You almost wash your hands, pun very much intended, you wash your hands with it. And you just say, sorry, guys, we go again in August.
3: Brighton and Hove Albion Chief Executive Paul Barber has just gone on record saying it would be unjust to not award Liverpool the title if the season is not completed because of the spread of coronavirus. All British elite football is suspended until the 3rd of April. We understand though, that the Premier League clubs will be holding a second emergency meeting this coming
4: Thursday as well. What would that... That will be about... Uh, again, they've bought themselves three weeks, Tom, to, to put the ideas on the table. Not everyone is going to agree with this. Certainly the, the articles that I'm reading and, and the journalists that are on top of this and I'm speaking to their sources of various clubs. You're going to get some clubs, because it's in their best interests, that we'll see... Null and void the season. You're going to get other clubs that say, hold on a second, let's finish this season. And it was actually Matt that shared this with me yesterday. And I'm going to put this one out there because a lot of people have been putting their ideas of how we go about this particular situation. Someone out there, and I'll, I'll take my time with this because it makes sense up to a point. Number one on the list... Give until the end of November to finish club competitions. So that kind of comes back to your point. A lot of health experts, certainly over in the UK, stating that the height of this coronavirus pandemic is not going to be reached until June, July. So we may not see these football teams taking back to a football field until August, okay? So give them until the end of November to finish club competitions. I know Matthew's mentioned Sheffield United, second season syndrome, all of that stuff. It's unique times. At least we have a conclusion to this current season that has been going now for nine months, okay? You then reschedule Euro 2020 to coincide with the African Cup of Nations. Again, not ideal, but these are extraordinary times. That would then take place January and February 2021. Domestic season then runs from March through November 2021. So we're getting football in summer. A lot of people have been advocating that for a long time. You then have a winter break again. The domestic season in 2022 then takes place January through October. I'm hoping you're still with me. And then you have a month break and that then leads in naturally to the Winter World Cup in the country that we shall not name. So when you look at all of that, that takes you up to the end of 2022. It makes a lot of sense because sitting here today... I am still of the opinion, I cannot believe that we are talking about nulling and voiding a season. I really can't. And that Mm. is... Liverpool deserve their moment in the sun if they go on and win it, and they will, they're two, way, two wins away from it. Leeds and West Brom, Fulham and Brentford deserve their moment to get into the Premier League. Coventry, back in the Championship. Norwich, Villa and Bournemouth, if they are the bottom three come the end of the season, then so be it. And yes, OK, you talk about, that gives the likes of Spurs, for example, three months to get Harry Kane fit, hyung min Son fit, Stephen Bergwijn fit again. It does change the ramifications because injury-hit teams will have their players fit, but at least, Tom... We get a conclusion to the season because nulling it and voiding it now it makes a mockery of the competition. In my opinion,
3: thanks so much, Andy, for your text messages. Do keep them coming in four zero zero one, gents. I said it last week, and you laughed it off. You laughed in my face. <laughs> if season not completed within the scheduled season, it is null and void. It's as simple or complicated as that. That's from Arch, who is self-isolating <laughs> at the moment.
4: Yeah, listen, Archie, there'll be a lot of people that will have your view on it. But again, because these are such unprecedented. Times we are going to have to make allowances, mm. uh, and I come back to it. Nulling and voiding it for me. If someone can give a compelling case, arch there is you can't just continue it from the schedule season, that's a load of nonsense. You can move things around, you can move the, the Euro 2020 to next summer. Yes, it's not ideal, but you might have to take that step because right now, the legal I can see it now. We're gonna have lawyers and solicitors because That's it, yeah. if they say now I tell you what let's freeze the season as things stand right now Aston Villa are going to be walking into that courtroom saying well we've got a game in hand Yeah, you know we've got we've got actually not nine games we've got ten games to go how can you say who's in down? the bottom three uh, you've got Watford you've got Norwich and you've got I think it's Villa or no it's uh, uh, sorry Norwich Aston Villa and Bournemouth are the current bottom three I'm good with that <laughs> yeah, you are, as a West Ham fan. And if we're a Man United fifth, so if Man City's ban is upheld, then that means Champions League football again. I want to talk about that in a few moments'
3: time. We want to get more of your thoughts. Keep them coming in. 4001. Zero zero uh, you're listening to the agenda. We're live here on Dubai. I Feel free to send. No, it's not the agenda, it's the grill. <laughs> See, throw me back in the studio. And I just go into rote, and I just. I actually don't know what to press now. It's it, Talking of unprecedented times, <laughs> oh, I literally Trump. don't know what to press now because I, I ordinarily, time. ordinarily, <laughs> we're up at Barasti around about this time. So if I press the big green button, is that, is that what we do in here? <laughs> I've never done it for the grill. I'll try it. This is the grill. Get involved with Dubai Eye on Facebook. Keep your thoughts coming in. 4001, zero zero this is the grill. Uh, we're not down at Barasti. We are live from the studio, and we're trying. Well, we're trying to get our heads around what is strange times, unprecedented times in more ways than one. Uh, We're still with football at present. Uh, We are taking a look at uh, the... Um, the suspension uh, of uh, elite football over in the United Kingdom But
4: dare we say it, uh, across the across, world across as across well Across the globe, I mean La Liga the, There was a tweet that I saw I think, and I'll double check this The Turkish Super League is continuing I think there is a big game tomorrow I think it's Besiktas against Galatasaray And I will double check that But if that is the case then make sure to Arabian tune in The Golf League is continuing The Caribbean Gulf League We've is the continuing this evening, we?
5: Turkey, Turkey is still on Chris There's it actually is. a game ongoing now Okay, uh, so we'll Ali- give you
4: score updates on Ali- that. Ali
5: and Zippor, nil. Gaziantep, nil.
4: The first time those two teams have ever been <laughs> mentioned on Dubai, three point eight Airways, and I appreciate a lot of you will, I'm sure, be keeping an eye on that, but uh, it is all football, Tom. I mean, UEFA have themselves announced the Champions League, Europa League. I mean, we're in disarray is what we're in when it comes to not just football, all sport. There is sport ongoing here in
3: the UAE albeit, albeit behind closed doors uh, but we do have Arabian Gulf League action for you uh, tonight in fact uh, 49 minutes on the clock Baniyas are uh, losing to Kalba, it's Kalba 1 Baniyas nil. Fajera it's the same score uh, with their game against Sharjah the visitors, uh, Sharjah beating Fajera by one goal to nil. and Al Aldafra are taking on Al Alwada it's 1-0 to the home team Then a little later on um, a big derby as well I'll taking on Alain
4: it's a big game Mm. game. at second v third at the top of the Arabian Gulf League and I mean this this is a public service announcement because a lot of you will be bemoaning the fact that there is now no sport that you can consume and I mean this sincerely Abu Dhabi Sports Dubai Sports Sharjah Sports take this opportunity and I'm talking to you football fans out there to immerse yourselves a little bit in the Arabian Gulf League yeah Yeah, you can't get down you can't experience the match day uh, the, the, the kind of the match day feeling and the sights and sounds of it all but stick on your telly, do give it a chance, even if you just watch 90 minutes. A lot of you might watch one and be done, but at least you've given it a chance. For others, do do do. do You know, do your due diligence, do a bit of reading, because I've said it many, many times, the league is far better than what many of you think out there. This is an opportunity to maybe follow your local club, your community club, whether it be Al Shabab Al-Akhli, Al-Ain, Al-Wada, whoever it is, yeah. but give it a chance. Exactly that. Uh, Lots of questions coming through. We're going to get
3: through some of those questions in a few moments' time. Question from me to you two as well. The Man City issue. Um, Obviously, uh, with Manchester (laughs) City uh, appealing decisions that have been levied against them a little earlier on, given the fact that financials will be a large part of the discussions moving forward at the moment... um, is,
4: is, is that decision going to stand? I mean, where, what, what does this do to the Manchester C- yeah, City decision? It, it doesn't change it, I don't think. And, and as Matt has alluded to, there, I think they're obviously fighting that through the course of arbitration for Sport. They've been given this two-year Champions League ban. What was it? Twenty-five million quid mm. of a fine, a huge fine as well for their, for their, I guess, better for want of a better phrase, financial doping. They obviously alleged financial doping, Manchester City. it deny the allegations. They're going to fight this tooth and nail. But as things stand, that will go ahead. The court of arbitration, I think, because of the current, or it was at least Europa League qualifying, it was due for July 23rd. That obviously changes, but I think we'll still get a decision on that. Let's say for the sake of argument, in my own opinion on this, I think it will be reduced to a single year. If the powers that be decide to null and void this season as Matt has already alluded to, City will still miss out on European football next season and they might then take the table. They might take the league table from last season, in which case,
5: Arsenal Football Club, profit no end. To which I wholeheartedly agree. (laughs) (laughs) As well, you might be surprised. No problem With, with that. With the caveat that Arsenal have to go back to having Unai Emery in charge <laughs> when they attack like the Champions
3: League you saying it's like putting the band back together you've Imagine. got to get the old squad back together uh, yep. bring your players back in
5: That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. None of no, back. no Nicolas Pepe Alex Iwobi back on the left
4: <laughs> it's the old football manager whenever you lose a game
5: reset
4: Martin's texted
3: in he says if rescheduling Premier League is not possible use statistical maths to predict final league positions not as good as completion of the league but fair than voiding it let
5: me uh, let me ask him to provide his workings on that yes. one and let us know whichever permutation you will I mean there's ways listen the Premier League and, and, and this is probably stretching it to a point the, the <laughs> fantasy Premier League rank games in order of difficulty through one through five I'm just I'm just talking hypothetically Chris don't cut me that <laughs> that look of utter disdain <laughs> but you could to, to, oh, to take the, to take the Texas point you could rank the the difficulty of games teams have faced to then work out your point differential. it's not going to happen it's not that wild a suggestion that you could look at it but like I said earlier about the point with Brighton still have about four or five of the uh, the traditional big six to go away to in the, in the run up to the end of the season so you can understand that teams below them if they were to just draw a line or work out an average of current points attained would be a bit annoyed about that. there's there
4: is certainly ways
5: that it oh, could be brought to the table. Football
4: has never been won on a spreadsheet, is all I'd say. If that's your idea, Martin, you know what you do? You nominate a player from each club and we'll just play it on FIFA. And they can decide it on that. <laughs> Esports, is it a sport? Yes, it is. It certainly is for the next few months because you can't do that. You really can't. You can...
5: I'll tell you what right, I've if that was the case Michael Arteta's been isolated for two weeks so if he hasn't been practising FIFA for a little bit of research I don't know what he's been doing with imagine time. the times if
4: that was indeed the case
3: Amor.
5: Arteta v Hudson-Odoi in the big final to see who finishes fourth I love
3: it Amar's been in touch with us saying it's funny this is what Chris has been speaking about a lesson that English football should be changed especially with the backlog the jam of competitions and the delay of league matches for the cup
4: well there is a suggestion at that if this does go and again from what we're hearing a lot of the powers that be a lot of the club officials, a lot of key individuals are saying that this is very much just a holding pattern, mm. that this will continue into further into April maybe into May and who knows, we're speculating wildly from there but they do expect this to go on far longer than the three weeks that if, if the league is delayed that we might ditch the cup competitions, therefore we don't play to a conclusion of the FA Cup maybe the champions league and the europa league come into that list as well but what we will get done is the premier league we're nine matches away from doing it so if you maybe play two matches a week three matches a week we could probably have it wrapped up in a month but again
5: but what was it from you the other day was it was it inter milan if if the, yeah. if the game if the game restarts as currently projected in early april to get their fixtures done 20, by the start yeah. of the European Championships, I think yeah. it was, they'd have to play 21 games in 55 days. That's, That's two every two and a bit, a bit two days, and a half 2.4, days.
4: 2.4 days they'd yeah. have to do it. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not happening. I, I think sitting here, one thing we can safely say, or at least I fully expect to happen, is that come Tuesday, when UEFA have their extraordinary meeting with the 55 association members, Euro 2020 will be off.
3: I want to ask a question about Euro 2020. Obviously, a lot of speculation about its future. Let's therefore speculate.
9: Now, what is going to be discussed at this meeting? Well, the future of European football uh, competitions, the Europa League, the Champions League, and also Euro 2020. And what we're hearing from senior figures at UEFA is that it's looking more and more likely that Euro 2020 will be postponed. This is this big tournament that for the first time is going to be played in 12 countries, 12 cities across Europe, from Dublin uh, to Baku in Azerbaijan. It looks like that is going to be delayed probably until next summer. Why are they doing that? Because if European football is suspended from next week, that would mean that leagues competitions would have more time to finish their leagues and play their games uh, through the summer. Because what I think is very important for UEFA is that leagues are finished So we know who's champions, who's relegated, who's promoted, who's going to be playing in the Champions League next season. And also, it's very important for them that the Champions League and the Europa League is finished this season. Another option on the table also is to uh, change the Champions League and the Europa League so that they're just one-legged games. So we don't have this home and away uh, set up for the rest of this season. So it looks more and more likely that Euro 2020 could be delayed until next summer. That is to give all the leagues in Europe time to finish their own competitions. I think that's the most important thing as far as UEFA are concerned after all the health implications, of course.
3: Chris, alluding to that meeting uh, which is taking place later on this week uh, for UEFA, are we in accordance here that Euros are done?
4: Massively. I I cannot believe, the only way that it's still on, if UEFA say to the leagues, And again, the leagues are pretty powerful themselves that, listen, you've got to null and void your leagues. Euros need to happen. And if there's an agreement there, I can't see that, though, because, again, there's legal ramifications. I think the the fairest thing would be to get the leagues together and say, I tell you what, we're going to buy you time, going to give you to August to get your domestic campaigns finished and the most sensible thing is to then postpone and move the Euros to next year. But you're of the opinion, Matt, I mean, you might want to turn your volumes down now if you love your international football because Matt's hypothesis is not a popular one. Which one was that? That The Euros is just done.
5: Oh, yeah, I... uh... It's just it, my feeling, and again, it's only a feeling, unfortunately, I'm not party to that, that meeting that's happening on Tuesday. Although, I'd be curious to know how that meeting starts on Tuesday. Yeah. They all sit around the table, because there's so many ramifications. Who's the brave one that puts his hand up first and goes, I've got an idea, <laughs> and sees what happens? Yeah, to, to, to take your point, Chris, I, I just think... I think the difficulty—it's—it's it's very easy Euro 2020 in in simple terms to just bin it off. It's not there hasn't been extra infrastructure built for it. It's not like they've taken over an entire country or two countries like they did with Belgium and Holland a few years ago. There's no new stadiums been built. There's no direct financial impact on a particular country or government or or public purse of any kind and so I therefore think it's just easier again and I'm just looking at that easy solution to just bin it off because I think if you do uh, another summer competition in 2021 um, yeah then you you run out of the opportunity because I think there'd be some World Cup qualifying matches would there not in June I believe of next year to make it for the 2022 tournament there's also a delay to the start of the 21-22 season in Europe to keep us in line with the 22 World Cup there's a again it's one of those things and I just look at it from a real simple perspective I think you just hoist it out of the calendar it's easier that way and then that's one less thing to have to debate it's incredible just thinking and listening to all of that that Tuesday meeting,
4: they better be stocking up on coffee. Are they, are, they, are they even allowed to have a meeting?
3: In light of sort of gatherings of of, of, of yeah, large the people. There'd I be mean, more
5: than more, there would be more than 100 people in it, you would think. Yeah,
3: so would it not makes sense to do it as a sort of
4: conference? Video conference? Yeah. They, they might do that. Either way, there will be people dialing in. There will be an awful long conversation that will go probably well into late afternoon about this because... You know, as we're saying, like, to, to come up with a decision that all how parties will be happy with. difficult to make
3: contingency plans when it's such a finite problem at the moment. We yeah. don't know when it's going to end.
4: That's exactly it. So yeah. how do you make contingency plans? That's exactly it. It wouldn't surprise me if UEFA are, are actually, and the wolves are at their door, just say, calm down. The Euros are still a few months away. We want
5: to hold no, this but, off, but the, they can't, the, right? The Sponsors the, are... The Euros become... It's beyond a sporting decision, is it yeah, not? true. If those Euros start... I think uh, and I might be a couple of weeks out on this one, but according 21st, to reports... June 21st? Uh, June 12th. It's 10 to 14 weeks before they anticipate it being peak in the United Kingdom alone. I think that is the week that both England and Wales kick off their European Championship <sighs> tournament. Yeah. So there's not it's there's not it's not a football decision, the Euros. The Euro, They could say, let's be brave and let's try and tough it out. And I think it's another topic that we'll come on to later, which is the Olympics, mm. which is due in July, of course, which gives them a little bit of an extra run of time. It's not up to necessarily getting a football calendar in order. It might just be that no one's allowed to fly anywhere. And realistically, wow. if we're still in the wake of this how many people are really going to be wanting to hop around Europe? I mean, Chris and I were, were fortunate enough to have tickets for we got five games in, or we, we, we did have planned, yeah. five, five games in 11 days uh, around Europe. I'm not entirely sure if it was running in June or July that I'd be massively keen to, no. to hop in and out of five different countries. I've got to be honest.
3: Do send us your thoughts please text them to us on 4001 we've got to take a short break uh, we're live here on the grill uh, we have got some good suggestions coming through Sean I'm going to get on to your point in a few moments time uh, unprecedented times uh, calling for unprecedented measures uh, how will you sort out the sporting calendar if you were given the reins to do so
9: this is the grill
3: get involved
1: with Dubai Eye on Facebook
3: this is the grill live from Dubai Eye 103.8 studios uh, big thanks to all the team at Barasti. And just to let you know that uh, uh, whilst we are not broadcasting from Barasti this evening, that's not to say that it is not functioning this evening. Get yourself over there. If you want to watch, I was going to say some of the live sport, but there's not a huge amount out there. However, there is some sport being played Uh, in fact we have got super rugby taking place at the moment Uh, three games to bring you up to date with Uh, blues against the lions finished 43 points to 10 for the blues crusaders uh, beat the sun wolves a little earlier on by 49 points to 14 the reds are taking took on the bulls earlier today and the reds won that one 41 17 currently into the second half sharks against stormers and it is the sharks Who are just shading this one? They lead by 16 points to 14 Jaguars against the Highlanders a little later on. What's strange about Super Rugby is that it's not being played behind closed doors down in South Africa. That game at the moment in the in in the in the the shark in the shark tin or what they call it the shark um, uh, tank
4: the shark tank that's right (laughs) um, is in front of a a full a full crowd. Yeah, clearly the the coronavirus hasn't hit down there, and they've got their own kind of rules and regulations about that and I'm looking at the, the list, I mean we're saying there is no sport, that would be incredibly naive of us and ignorant of us because there is plenty, certainly from a footballing standpoint there's a lot of sport around the globe of course this coronavirus is impacting people in different ways and right here in the United Arab Emirates, the Arabian Gulf League we talked on it a little earlier, no fans in the stadiums but it's half time in three matches football is ongoing, Abu Dhabi Sports Dubai Sports, Sharjah Sports to catch this I can tell you that Al-Dafra, they lead Al-Wakhta by a goal to nil, Bani Yasser a goal down at home to Etihad Kalba and I can tell you that Sharjah last season's champions are leading at Fujairah by a goal to nil. the late kick-off and I would implore you all actually to pop along to Dubai Sports Abu Dhabi Sports be a good game this it is second versus third it is Al Jazeera taking on Al Ain no love lost between
5: those two teams I've got another one for you guys to watch Go if on. anyone is particularly interested the World Series of Bowling oh right. I love a bit of bowling nice. 10 bowling there's an excellent clip doing the rounds on Twitter uh, a guy called Supreme Dreams 1 he's a YouTube with 3 million followers which makes this sort of content he's got him and his pals round to watch the Brilliant. World Series of Boxing and someone's got a strike on the screen they're all jumping out of their sofas <laughs> high-fiving shoulder bumping it's uh, very good fun uh, enjoy that
3: fun. <laughs> just an update coming from the World of Boxing in fact in the last couple of minutes the World Boxing Super Series Cruiserweight final and IBF world title bout between Latvia's uh, Maris Bredis and Cuba's Uniel Dortico scheduled for 21st of March and Riga has been moved to the 16th of May because of the current situation so show me a sport that's not being <laughs> affected by the fallout at the moment feel free to keep your thoughts and opinions coming through to us Shah's done exactly that Shah says this just like the footballer of the year um, awards voted for by players why can't the clubs be given five? Five votes each to vote for who they think should win each prize that you may have a result that could be accepted by everyone. I can see
4: that now. Man United, okay, who should win the league? <laughs> Villa, <laughs> Villa, 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 Villa. You know, I mean, listen, in theory, yeah, I, again, you could put it to the vote. It's not going to happen. I mean, that might be one of the ideas that are put on the blackboard come Tuesday, but it will be quickly crossed off. I, I think the only way, th- there are three ways to look at this for me. There is the nil and void Option That is, cancel the Euros and we'll get this season, however long it takes, completed. And the, the third option would be, OK, cup competitions are going to be scrapped. We'll get this league done. We will get it done by the start of August. We'll give the boys a few weeks off because, of course, the players are now off. You can think of this as an early summer break. Get the season done, a couple of more weeks off, they're back and we go again a brand new season I don't think statistical maths is going to come into it I don't think there will be a voting system as to who you know who should win titles and who should be relegated. Can you imagine that? The money that would be changing hands for that. It's like, please don't relegate us. There's that little brown envelope. Please, please, don't pick us. I just don't think that will happen.
3: Uh, there is no shortage of opinion out there as people just trying to come to terms with the new norm in the sporting calendar. Uh, very difficult to predict what's going to be outcome. All we can tell you is what is developing at the moment in what is an evolving and moving, uh, fast-moving story.
10: It's no surprise that we've got this statement now Bournemouth have got five players in self-isolation, including keeper Artur Boric. Everton have got one player who's shown symptoms of the coronavirus as well. We've got Chelsea's Callum Hudson-Odoi, who tested positive for the coronavirus. And, of course, the big breaking news from last night as well, the Arsenal head coach, Mikel Arteta, who has tested positive for the coronavirus. One interesting point to be made from the EFL statement, which covered all of the various footballing bodies, was... No footballing activity until April the 3rd at the earliest. So there's not necessarily going to be a case where come April the 3rd, okay, here we go again, let's just resume. They're going to have to review the situation on April the 3rd or before and then make a further decision of when football can resume. Now, it should be noted, just say for argument's sake, they do resume that football. Domestic football, we're going to miss two playing weekends because it includes an international break. But it should be noted here that England's international games against Denmark and Italy, they are covered within this suspension. So they will not be going ahead. Women's Super League will not be going ahead. FA Cup ties will not be going ahead until at least April the 3rd.
3: How do you sort it out? Get your thoughts into us. Four zero zero one. Uh, that is the phrase that is worrying me most, fellas, at the moment. Is uh, at, at the earliest. We're here. How, how often are we hearing that? At the earliest, beginning of April.
4: That's literally just an opportunity to sort of buy a bit of time to make plans. That's exactly it. And again, not to scaremonger, but I take you back oh, over a week ago. Well, I think it maybe was a week ago now, whereby FIFA released that statement. It was earlier last week, in actual fact, stating that the World Cup, the Asian. World World Cup qualifiers end of March cancelled at the time we weren't aware of what was going to transpire but at the time it also said also the World Cup qualifiers in early June that was an early sign that they perhaps were aware of the wider problem at large the fact that Formula One we've not even spoken about it yet the fact that the first four races are off they're not talking about another race until early May you know the Masters which is the second week of April it's already off. You know, again, the US with their travel ban for 30 days, NBA off indefinitely, US sport in general off indefinitely. So there's a lot of bodies here that are seeing into their crystal balls a little longer. Uh, And again, going from what we're hearing is a lot of the journalists, a lot of individuals with kind of key sources at big clubs are saying 3rd of April at the earliest. Is a holding pattern. It will give the powers that be that three weeks' time, that three week little window in order to, to really assess what the issues are, what the, the answers are, what the conclusions are, and then they can come back with us because for me, I, I don't see there being football from the weekend of the 4th of I, April.
5: I don't bemoan them that in any way, shape, or form. No. I know there are some people critical of the decision to, to just do it for that period of time, but actually, I think, I mean, let's look back to what day are we now saturday let's look back to wednesday how different is the landscape from wednesday evening to even yesterday afternoon i was with friends yesterday and you just got it was a, it was a ticker of things changing yeah. constant 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 so i think by buying them that three weeks it's actually the right completely the right decision from them because they while things we expect to change we now it's almost like they know that things are going to change so quickly so their plan can be much better, rather than just saying, "Okay, we'll just hold this weekend off and then we'll see it come back. They've actually bought themselves very sensibly the time to make a proper decision that will have the least ramifications moving forward.
4: What are we going to talk about on the grill for the next couple of weeks? I don't think the grill will be in existence this time than Saturday. No, I only jest. I only jest. There's plenty for us to discuss, Tom, because, of course, sport isn't just about the here and now. We can throw out many debates just want to get uh, uh, your thoughts on the Scottish football season as well because we're talking
3: about dates (laughs) I accept that, can't Uh, talk about that, come on Tom we've got dates down in the UK, down in England but Scottish football have basically said nothing until further notice, they're not even giving dates at the moment amid the coronavirus outbreak Uh, SPFL Chief Executive Neil Doncaster has said in the last few minutes uh, it was neither realistic nor possible to continue with the game so when will the season recommence if it does at all, who will be crowned champions, Who would be relegated? What are the financial implications? I mean, we talk about some of the big powerhouses in the Premier League. Um when you think about the sort of
4: impact in all leagues at that the amount, party's I mean. still going on over there in the blue half of Glasgow <laughs> because of course Celtic were closing in and any Rangers fans that are listening this evening do let me know but Celtic were closing in on their ninth title in a row I'm not going to give you a history lesson in Scotland but of course Celtic and Rangers have both over the history won nine titles in a row, Stephen Jennard, his position wasn't under threat but the pressure was mounting Celtic were going to go and do nine in a row, if they're talking about which Neil Doncaster is about an indefinite, perhaps a null and void up in Scotland, then that party will be going late into not just the night it'll be still rocking in the blue half of Glasgow probably until the season starts next season. Let's hear from Neil
3: Lennon to take us up to the top of the hour Uh, he was asked about his thoughts about the suspension. I'm not a health expert so it's come from people far more well qualified than me and the the public health is the most important thing in safety and um, so if <clears throat> that decision has been taken, and then we, we back it.
0: There's just so much more to hear.
1: Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.